It says right. here the Iguanatarium is opening back up in South Lake Okeechobee. Is it really? Yeah. Mm. Have you seen iguanas on your property? Never. Do you, do you think you will? I think that in 10 to 30 years, the ones that come up here and don't die of the cold, like the anomaly that can stand the cold and then they breed, that's coming. But it might take a minute. I got to find a hot pocket and then have another baby that can stand the cold and then lots of that. I mean, when I was a kid and I was in Jupiter, you could, there were these big old lizards. Yep. Big hoss daddies. And then there was, you know, so you'd see some iguanas. Uh, Gary, Uncle Gary had some iguanas on the back porch back in the day when I was a kid. Climbing all over the screens. <laughs> Huge guys. And they were real do- like docile. I don't know. I saw them when I was in Mexico. So when I grew up here, um, like 15 years before you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'd Real see, long time. Well, we'd see mostly the smooth. Yeah, I look like Santa Claus yeah, now. Totally. Um, you'd see the smooth-skinned anole, or some people call it the anole, but and yeah. occasionally we'd see the one with all the patterns that we see now, the, the kind of gnarlier one. I think I yeah. mentioned this, but... It's definitely changing, and there are some small populations. If you talk to, like, Frank, um, Alligator Rob, yep. uh, he'll tell you about little enclaves of, like, a, a lizard, a chameleon from Yemen or something from somewhere over in some neighborhood, and they're persisting. It's warm enough, or they're acclimatized. Wow. They got the flying cobra bats that are coming. Oh, my gosh. Yep. What's a flying cobra bat, T? Flying cobra bats, highly poisonous, venomous mammal bat reptile that does not exist but could. It's probably here already. Yeah. Even though it doesn't exist. Remember when we used to be like scared of the killer bees from Africa coming the up? The murder hornets? From like. I, I've captured one. From like Mexico or something? Yeah, I got one. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I have one. Let me see. Oh, it. where's it at? I had it in this little glass. I'll find it. I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I got a murder hornet. All right. So it, it's here you fun. go. Okay. Murder hornet. Wow. I gotta I gotta fact check you. Let me look at the thorax. Tell sure me what that is. I don't know what it is for sure. I, um huge though. Is that a psychad killer? Just say <laughs> no, but they, yes. there's such a thing called a psychiatric killer. I don't know if that's yeah. the one. We're going to find out. Run, run, run away. Yeah. That's cool. You got one. Uh, I don't know what it is. It was out back. Thanks. That means a lot to me. And uh, I just threw it in a glass. Fancy wine glass. I still don't, We don't know what it is fully. We'll find out. It's huge. I've seen them. They dig holes in the sand and they bring stuff like Katie did. And, or maybe it's a psychiatric killer. Dude, it's it's got like a full brown like suede jacket on it that I got from the Bee's Knees store. Okay. In like somewhere crazy. You do not want that in your shoe. <laughs> right? Dude, that the just the when you look at the tail of it, like that stinger, it will kill you. I know. Oh man. I do not like getting stung. Oh, look. Check it out. I think it is. 
psychic killer, right? We used to, yeah, they'll carry a full-on psychad, they stung with that thing and put it in a coma, then they'll put it in a hole in the dirt. So how dangerous are these? Are these like murder hornets? They never messed with us as kids, but we never messed with them. But I bet if you like grabbed onto one, he would light you up. Because look at that abdomen. Oh my God, look at that thing. If I was hybridized with that, it'd be my thabdomen. (laughs) I want to pour like a resin on it. Psychad hawk. And uh. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Hold on here. Put this away. Psychad killer. Now we know. Did I say that right? Probably not. You did. Uh, Let's get this uh, show on the road here, sir. I think it's 187. Says they're painful, but they rarely sting people. edition of the adjust the mic podcast that's uh two guys in one uh one studio tonight got t here what's going on t how you doing buddy loving life enjoying the sunny skies today good to see you man yeah likewise yeah kind of got sunny finally a little bit yeah two days of wet it's it tell me about this wetness man what's up with it like it's uh first off episode 187 here yes what are we Monday night, the night February nineteenth, uh, two thousand twenty-four. Yep, yep. Uh, T has been away for a little while. I have. Uh, we're gonna talk more into that later at the end of this show and into the next show with Colleen on this Thursday, probably. Yep. Uh, can't wait to talk to Colleen. Looks like she's had a lot going on lately, Neat. and uh, some awesome Disney photos, by the way. Uh, you guys got to go check out her page. Um. Tonight, we're going to get into some AI stuff, but uh, first off, this, this local weather, man, it's been Saturday, we had a party for Silas out at uh, Fox Lake Park for his I birthday, saw what happened. and it just rained the whole time, where we yeah. still set up the, you know, set up the, you know, uh, bounce house and all that, and they had a blast, man, like, every, you know, there was probably three other parties, I think, going on all at the same time, all bounce houses, all bouncing in the rain, having a good time, it, it was awesome. I wondered. I was going to cruise out there. So it was another one of them lows that that stays way low in the Gulf of Mexico and then like drags across the state, but it took its time and kind of stalled for a minute, right? But yep. It uh, stayed right on top of us, though. Like that whole day on Saturday, sorry, uh, Loki has to get over here. I had the little baby gate over there shut, and she was just over here like, come on, man, let me in. Let me in. Let me go sit next to you. 
It finally broke through today. Okay. This morning we got sunny skies and the ground is real wet. And and it's cold, getting cold. <clears throat> yeah, getting snappy. It's getting really cold. It's all that um, air coming down from up there. I kind of love it because like the plants are loving it. Like everything that I've been growing outside is like flourishing right now. Yeah. Uh, so the, on in that you know on that note, it's been great. If you're trying to do something outside, and eh, not so much. And still no frost. Yeah, none at all. None. We've had they did kind of predict this year we were going to get some like, like maybe some snow or some flurries with the way of the cold and how it's a wet winter. Yeah, I remember them saying that like there could be. I thought you guaranteed it, right? Was it no, you that guaranteed I think that? We're par for the course. No, I didn't guarantee that. Yeah, disclaimed. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was you. All right. We we'll have to pull up the audio. Okay. We we'll to get our audio tech on that. AI to check it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, that was like, you know, a possibility. I guess, you know, we still got, what, another month or so of choppy cold weather, maybe even a couple of months. Yeah. And, and even when we get into March and things aren't as like bad when you get the cold front, we can get those long spells of this, the dreary, like yeah. wet on wet on wet and the plants want to pop, but it's still overcast seen that but hopefully yeah so are the trees kind of popping too early like to where if it gets cold again it's going to damage them and kind of i haven't seen so much of that because we got enough of of chill down so they knew to shut it down gotcha they didn't get like the big two-week unusual warm-up to coax them out but yeah Yeah. i've seen the oaks are starting to get real vibrant yep like they're about to buzz. Leaves are dropping in my pool every day. Yeah, and the new stuff is popping green, and all the little those ear trees, their uh, seeds fall on the ground. They're real hard to germinate, but they've been sitting in that soggy water, and now they're popping everywhere. Yeah, um, oak leaves are fantastic for mulching. They're the best. The best, right? They're, they turn. You put some worms in them, and it's it's on. They love that. And there, in, in especially in our area, there's oak trees everywhere. Yeah, and you see people take the oak tree, oak leaves, and they put them in plastic bags, and put them out by the road. We always, maybe I'm weird, is we'll try to pick if we knew it was just oak leaves or whatever, pick them up and take them home, or like at my you know office over on garden, you know uh, Jeff will blow it all off into the grass and they'll mow it down, and you know it's great mulch right for the, even the grass and everything. But uh, I'll rake as much of it up as I can. I throw it in all the beds and everything. And then before you know, there's worms everywhere. Yeah, you take anything, any piece of wood that's bigger than a pencil or like your pinky and get rid of it because of termites and yep. all that. But everything else, yeah, I love oak tree leaves. We were out back uh, by that little ditch back there, and there was some uh, palm fronds like blocking, you know, the stream. And I'm like, hey, I want to help it out a little bit and start kind of with my rake, kind of raking it over towards me. And like all of these things went flying in the air, and they look—they look like little Tinker Bells, a little mayfly kind of thing. <laughs> and they're termites. Oh, so they're out there, man, everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're probably loving this weather. Tomorrow will be a good day to <sighs> see a bunch of them coming out of a piece of wood. Yeah, I'll totally. They're, they're everywhere. I think we saw that at my place once, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, it's kind of wild. But uh, yeah, man. So I've been out in the yard a little bit kind of enjoying it kind of fighting in in the cold a little bit you got strawberries <laughs> yeah man everything's doing really good right now the raspberries are all blooming 
So it's about to start popping. Blueberries are doing really good right now. They're popping over on the side. There are some emeralds. Uh, bananas are just shooting up right now. What's the one over here that gets all big and sprawly? Um, like a mulberry or something. Oh, uh, in the back, I got two mulberries in the back. Uh, what the one that is just the octopus. I have no idea. Okay, I got the I got the habanero, the big habanero over there, the the big golden one. It is probably the biggest thing I got. I did have an avocado that I was gonna put over there, but it didn't make it. And uh, so I put I got three mangoes in the back that I moved out back. So right now up here, I just got some blueberries, uh, some peppers, some bananas over on the side of the house. What about story time with your peppers that you've been saving up and you just did? I don't know what with what did you do. Scott sauce. You tried them yet? Because Scott sauce is good. I haven't really talked about it too much yet. We kind of joked about it a little bit, but uh, it's kind of popping. <laughs> Scott has a line of uh, what do you call them? Sauces, uh, toppings, dressings. Yeah, it's more like a vinegar, stuff. kind of like a hot sauce, like that okay. you would add to like a Spanish dish, a Mexican dish, anything. Uh, yeah. Tea. It's pretty much, I mean, very basic. You got some brown sugar. You got some of uh, the um, the sugar cane that I grew out back. And you pressed it and yeah. molasses yourself. Pressed it down, got it down to like a molasses. You know, I kind of uh, cooked it to where it was more of a darker molasses. You boiled it down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's like a, it's cool because there's a couple stages. Now you're sitting there scooping, you know, all the, you know, the foam and all the bad stuff that's boiling out when you're cooking it down. Yep. There's there gets to a point where it's like this amber color and it's like like it's like a, a caramel. It's really sweet and good. Like I had it at that consistency and had some and it was fantastic. And then some of it, you know, I cooked longer and because you can do a double cook on it and turn it into like a molasses. And it's almost got like a licorice kind of flavor to it. And uh, <laughs> it's awesome. It's a uh, but I've been, you know, making some hot sauce. But I've been taking and just fermenting, just basic ferment. That's what I've been with using, the peppers. Right? Yeah, the, yep. In the little jars with your face on them. <laughs> yeah. So Scott sauce during Christmas out out back. You know, I had a whole bunch of habanero pepper seeds. I had uh, golden ones, and then the reds, just your basic red habanero pepper. And then I had some Scotch bonnets, and I when I when I planted them. They did better than everything else. That in the fall, right? Yeah, I planted, actually planted it last spring. And they kind of grew real slow because I grew them too. I, I popped up through them in too late, you know. So they're real slow. So this winter, they just been producing and producing and producing. Like really, October, November, is they were just really producing. So I, I was dehydrating them, you know, just to save the powder to make like, I usually put it in vinegar and, We'll make like a hot vinegar, like a pepper vinegar. Like Derek and I will usually kind of mess around with some of the sauces and, you know, vibe off what we want to make and what we're going to do with it, whatnot. But this time. And on this one, I was like, I really wanted to kind of practice fermenting. I haven't fermented a whole lot. And I had a couple of little kits and bought a bunch of extra jars. And so I just threw some peppers and some garlic and some carrots and stuff and fermented it in a big jar with, you know, just full of habaneros and scotch bonnets and uh, blended it down, you know, uh, added all the sweeteners, you know, added some brown sugar, added some uh, a honey, 
and added a actually I added black garlic to it as well. That oh. fermented black garlic. Yep. One we tasted. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is good, you know. And uh yeah. just kind of threw it in the fridge and it was kind of mixing it up every day and tasting it and just trying to go, man, this is man, this is way too hot, but it has a good flavor. And some of it I did with apple cider vinegar, some I did with a white distilled vinegar. You know, so I'm just trying all these different variations right now. And for the holidays, just as a joke, you know, for the stockings and stuff, I made this little these little jars of Scott sauce. What I got. Yeah. And it's got the face of it for when I rec- we, we recorded at, um, it was Charlie, Col- Colleen, and I. And Colleen's uh, uh, husband, Brent, was there. And her, her brother, uh, Mark, was there. He was down from up north. And we were at Burger Rob's when they're at the old patio location over there by uh, Lacita. And uh, they had me do the one chip challenge there. Uh, and it was that blue, face. yeah, that real hot chip, you know. So the photo that I put on there was just a joke that Charlie or whatever took of me with my eyes all watering, you know, okay. bloodshot. That makes sense. I'm like, yeah, i got to make some hot sauce, some Scott sauce. And, you know, um, my uh, brother Aaron, his kids, Avery and Lincoln, they're all about, you know, growing the peppers. And they got their own, you know, cayenne pepper plants and you know, jalapeno pepper plants outside and whatnot. So it was kind of more for just us kind of messing around, but I made it, I didn't realize that I grew so many peppers and it produces so much of the sauce that I just started giving it out to people. And now everybody likes it a lot. And Derek's got some people that he works with. They're like, can you give me some more? Yeah, I love it. I we're at a birthday it. party. Guys like texting, you know, Andrea saying, hey, can you get, get some more? It's great. You know, it's just hilarious, dude. Yeah. It's just uh, kind of funny how that works. Super tasty. Yeah, man. It really is. I actually have a big jar of it in the fridge, and I'm every day tasting it and pouring it on, trying it with something. Right. Trying to trying to think about, like, oh, it's the, that's where it's Salmon, the best. eggs. Salmon, eggs in the morning. Uh, 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 if you do a big old thing of rice with a stir fry and just yep. toss it on. Like, it's pretty much like if you go to... Uh, whether you're going to either Chipotle, whether you're going to like uh, uh, eating Cuban food, like it's great on a Cuban. I had a Cuban sandwich and I just poured it on. It's amazing. Because all it is is a hot pepper. And, and it's hot, but it doesn't last because that's the sugar and the vinegar really break it down and kind of cut the heat you know, down to where you really get the flavor of the pepper a little more. It's great. And when it's fermented, you know, it just, I don't know, it's good. I had it on a pizza that had the big mushrooms that looked like dolphin skin. Oh, yeah. Really good. Man, we had um, at the party, we uh, normally, if we do like a party, we'll do, uh, you know, Valentino's or Kelsey's, you know, pizza wise. Valentino's now is. And uh, it's uh, uh, Leo Grumley's. Yep. So it's uh, Grumley's uh, pizza now. And I haven't uh, been there, I haven't sat there. So I walked in uh, on, you know, Thursday or Friday. I said, hey, we got a party on Saturday, you know. Get some pizza. When I, when you walk in, it looks just like the old Valentino's, but it's been spruced up a little bit. Brighter. Have you been in there? I went by last night. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. It's brighter. Way yeah, brighter. it's uh brighter. They kind of have a different little workflow. It looked like on the where they're cooking. Yep. And it, but it looked great. Like they kind of left it alone for the most part too. Yeah, it's nice. Um, ordered like five pizzas. They were fantastic. It, everything was nice you know uh we took it out for the party for silas on saturday 
Uh, Leo, they did a great job. The employees Sweet. were super cool. Nice. Everything was perfect. Not one issue at all. Love to hear it. Love yeah, to man. Check it out. Yeah, it was cool, man. Um, Have you done the one across from Tysaw High School? The one that uh, Corey's got his art up on the wall? Uh, the BB Reds? Yeah. I have not been in there yet. Me neither. And uh, even Lori, uh, we were talking about it. She uh, sent me a little thing. like, hey, let's give this a try. We haven't gone yet. Okay. Uh, have you ate at the one there at 95 and 46 with the golf course deal? 95 and 46. Um, Joy, 95 and 46. This would be called the um, Outback or something. Or. Oh, um... What place? There's the walkabout? Acro- acro- yeah, that. Across oh, from McDonald's. Uh, uh, I know somebody that lives back in that walkabout. There. there is a restaurant back there. I've never been. Uh, I was getting a haircut from this lady once at one of the haircuttery places or something in here in town. And she said that her and her husband, they came from Las Vegas. They live back there. They rent back there. And they played dueling pianos like on Thursday nights at that restaurant, oh, yeah. the walkabout there. Heard about it. And I was like, I remember telling you about it. And, yeah. uh, the person that I know that, that lives in that neighborhood as well, I told them about it. I'm like, yeah, let's all go there and we'll eat dinner sometime together. And bought a year later. It, happened. it just never happened. I'm, I'm te- I feel I'm terrible about it. I'm really hoping that one time here we could have like a, a broiled rock shrimp from Crossroads kind of deal. Uh, I think we're on episode 187, right? This is... Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess maybe this should be our, like, it's our murder episode, right? I was, yeah. 187. I was kept thinking of that movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, maybe we need to throw that some some more hardcore topics in the second half of the show to make us a little All right. more authentic. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their food source, mosquitoes? Bigger, like, I always see them just tearing them up.
Yeah, I want to know who this is right now. Uh, this is Joe Miller. Who's this? Let me ask you a question. Why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night? I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> don't make excuses. You tell me who you are. I told you who I am. Who's this? Don't deny it, boy. <laughs> who is this? You better tell me the truth right now. Who is this? How long has this been going on between you and her? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh really? Hello? Ah, uh, yes. Hello? This is the Chinese buffet calling. Yes. Last no. time you come in, you eat way too much. <laughs> okay. You're not allowed back anymore. Okay. I got your number from credit card info. Okay. This is not homeless shelter. This is restaurant. You eat all expensive food. You eat all the crab legs. No, I didn't have any crab legs at the restaurant. You take so much food and not even eat all. I throw out full plates when I leave your table. I I don't know what you're talking about. You're a bad customer. You start talking. Yeah, Oh my goodness. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, come back. You bend, 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 bend. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. <laughs> Prank dial. <laughs> And we are back from that little break. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Now you're back. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, man, this AI stuff is freaking me out. Okay, so we've been doing this. We've been talking about this. Uh, we were texting last night, kind of at the same time, doing different things here. Now we got it up on the screen here. Uh, like we had this little project called Galactic Grams that we don't really talk about much, and it's kind of sitting in the background, and we're still not talking about it much. But we had a, we have a little Discord thing that we were doing. We kind of got into the NFTs, like when I when Charlie and Colleen, and then we're making fun of me with NFTs. I was hanging out with you and Corey and and uh, Monica, and we were trying to make NFTs. We were taking Canvas and converting it and doing all the stuff with it and. The NFTs were going crazy and like we kind of got in at before at the end when it stopped being crazy and we got some sales and we have NFTs out there, but they're just like kind of sitting there waiting for, you know, uh, that market, I guess, to get cool again or whatever. If it ever gets cool again, I think it will. It makes too much sense not to, I think, long term, but there's a lot of, you know, gray area and weird things and things that aren't solved and cryptocurrency you know it's crazy right but uh one thing that's kind of kind of amazing is uh this chat gpt stuff that we're you know they keep coming up with updates people keep using it now people are making their own little tools within chat gpt and i know copilot you know is uh an ai that's tied into the microsoft uh, bing and all that search engine and uh, maddie in our office for marketing has used it and it's fantastic like the the things that she pops in there to you know create for her artwork wise quick it's amazing 
And I mean, and there's mistakes and there's imperfections and some of them are really funny actually. So you kind of got to be careful when you're asking it what you want it to be. You might've asked it exactly what you wanted, but it might come out with something that's a little weird. So Scott re-diggled the daggle on some of the galactic grams. Totally. Spitballing, but that looks cool up there. And and, it, and it, I didn't know, I only put in a very few things for it to be. I just said I wanted it to be futuristic and be this and be space related and come out pretty amazing. And then I look at some of the like like things that we've created. Like you can go in chat GPT and just say, I want to um, create an image. I want to create an image of an alligator fighting a gorilla. And it'll come up with a very high quality rendering of that. If I take a picture of a T, I just took a picture of you and we'll throw this one up on the thing. The dogs are both trying to get your attention. And then you make it like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. And I took a picture and it, boom, it made you a Pixar character with the dogs. That's pretty darn good. You can see imperfections in all of this stuff, but when you, man, it's, it's getting so good that it's scary. Like what's going to happen? Like so many, there's so many artists on like Fiverr and so many artists that work for big companies that have to pump out media and art. Like, is it going to clear those jobs out to where you're just going to have like, instead of 20 people, you're going to have five or six people that are really good at inputting things into this chat GPT. So like is using chat GPT as much as possible and learning it going to give you uh, um, more value in a future job than the years of knowledge and training that it took you to create it by hand for sure. Quick fixes work. Like think think about all the years of Photoshop. Like I've been personally using like not in a high skilled level of in any way, shape, or form, but in its most basic form, I've used Photoshop for twenty years. Okay, and the things that I can do on it, starting points are great, or like yeah. nothing even close to what I can type into one of these little little AI image creators so this one that we're using right now mm-hmm. it i tried to make like a dolphin human hybrid and it i'm gonna try s- said it was had an ethical deal but then then i try to redraw it by like saying make a dolphin with you know opposable thumbs and walking and stuff and try to so it's got some it's got like a um a governor on it right which they're trying to kind of make it to where it's not like too crazy, too freaky, too um, event horizon. Yeah, it's creating. So I just asked it. I said a dolphin hybrid with bird-like qualities. Oh, I said human dolphin. I don't think it liked. And it. when you said human, that's why I didn't want to use that as well because I don't want it the same block. You know, what if we use Homo erectus? <laughs> yeah. And and it says for dolphin hybrid with bird like qualities, I will create a unique creature that blends the sleek, streamlined body of a dolphin with the feathered wings and that is a griffin. Even a bake, uh, uh, or let me see, that's a griffin with a ph, and even the beak of a bird. The fantastical creature will symbolize grace and agility, both in the air and water, merging the essence of two environments. But it got a backwards wing. 
You see it. See it? That- <laughs> oh, that's it totally kind of has a backward <laughs> wing. Yep. That is hilarious. He's got the smile, though. Dude, that is re- like that's a Miami Dolphin <laughs> right there. <laughs> Gabriel. Oh, that is hilarious. So I made some cool pictures of like, uh, like fantasy tropical island garden on the on the beach, kind of yeah waterfalls. You probably seen that. All right, I'm typing in amazing beach scene. It's 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 just amazing though, and it gives you like a description of what and why how it's doing it. There's creative writing tools on here if you want to create a story about something. You can just pretty much. I did some of that. Oh yeah, it's in the log there. So okay. I gave it chunks of of a scene, and it wrote it like it spelled it out, like someone writing it. Man, and it was cool. Like this is a, a big reason, probably why why writers went on strike when they did because they want to limit this and what it could do to them. It's out the box. It's wild, right? Yeah, it's, I mean. I mean, there was times when that Altman guy and Elon and all of them were like kind of sounding some alarms on how crazy things could get because you have to think they, they, they like helped build this right and build this, but they've been in the background testing it to its, its extremes. Oh. On what it can be without the governor on it, probably. Yeah. You know what Technology, I mean? Technology, you can build all kind of weird stuff or think around problems that are... Like, think of the things that it's done already that maybe has changed our world and we don't even know it or understand it yet because it's being built or being developed now or being constructed now. Like, what if a real fusion <laughs> reactor is in full capabilities and you know what I'm saying? And can be completed because of some algorithm that some AI or deep learning machine has created. I don't know, man. It's probably just, on the cusp of something like who can, it, we don't know. It, it's like, gonna, it could be anything. It'd be cool if it helped us figure out like the gravity, electricity um, connection and all the, you know, dude, all of us is yeah. The best Scott sauce I can make. Yeah, enhance your Scott sauce. <laughs> How to make the Orlando Magic better? And they had the All Star game this weekend. Paolo Banchero and okay, and all that. And it was really cool, man. Oh yeah, kind of seeing we Even we silence. actually we actually have some talent. Some guys being recognized and was it exciting? Some winning culture. I didn't watch too much of it to be honest okay. with you. And the game itself didn't look too exciting. I watched like a quarter of it and I just couldn't watch anymore. It's just different, you know. The All Star game's cool and it's fun. I'm not hating on it, but it's just different. Like or uh, the Magic, we had Mac McClung. He won the dunk contest. He's like this short little Hobbit looking guy. I saw that that can just on the dunk news. like crazy. I saw that. And and it's and he's always been like like that. He's just always been an amazing dunker. And uh this is his second year winning it wow. now. Neat. Yeah, it is pretty cool actually. I, I'm gonna go back for for a second and oh. say that AI helping us figure out how to feed everybody and how to process everybody's 
living, you know, the water and the waste and all that, you know, habitation, that's a riddle. And it's, it's coming. You know? I mean, and you have to think, like, anybody who gets their hands on this that's trying to solve, like, real problems are asking all those questions. Yeah. And, and maybe they're getting generic answers right now. Maybe, you know, they're not. Maybe there are governments that have access to an AI, like our own or a big country that has a lot of technology, like your Germany's, your, any, some, a lot of your Asian countries. Um your Japan's going to tell you where to invest. Like they're going to tell you, like they're going to teach it to tell you a lot of different things I feel. And, uh, the possibilities are endless. School makes you think of school and the whole education system and all that. And the education system, money's being taken away from it every year, you know, as from, from like a big picture standpoint, like the hands take from that coffin a lot. So education, you know, is dwindling in the, the state public's. of education though, like it's rough 12th grade and, and under, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's different. It, it is. And, and think about it. You, you have, uh, you got your phone, you know, you have your, like your phone is more powerful than any, you know, all of the school books that have ever been you made need to know something can be on that one little phone pretty much get through in life. Yeah, move fast and what's school, what's all that time. I remember I wanted to be outside a lot of that time when I was growing up. And you got augmented reality Yeah, that's also coming into play. Yep, the glasses. So, uh, yeah, I've tried them. Uh, Jared. Uh, the $3,500. He's got them. Apple. Jared's got them. Glasses. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he's got them, man. And they're, it's amazing. It's, we have the Oculus, you know, Silas plays the gorilla tag and all these games all the time. We've, You've been on it a little bit and walked the plank. I walked the plank. And and it feels real. Like, it's scary because you're like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to fall off this building. Your brain thinks it's seeing something. (laughs) Yeah. And and to to tell your brain that this isn't real. It's weird. There's a risk that your brain and your body are going through at that moment where you can get a little shaky. Yeah, and you're just weird. on the carpet in the yeah, living room. I've seen some people fall into their TV on YouTube, right? You saw that. <laughs> like in the early versions of this technology, people would jump into something yeah. and fall into their TV because yeah, there was no border and you'd get lost into what you were in and lose where, you know. <laughs> Hard. Yeah. Pretty funny. Uh, and the Oculus is now have it where you have like a little border where you can put like a little uh, bumper. Yeah, like hey, draw into this room where you want to oh, be, so you can see it. So then you'll be in that area, and if you get to any of the red zones or getting close to an edge, it you know it'll Good. pop up and say, "Hey, hey, hey, be careful," you know. Uh, but and Silas loves playing the gorilla tag and all that, and I see this, you know, Apple. Uh, once they can get it to where they can mass produce it at a cost where. You know, f- whole families can have access and and get on this network. It's going to be pretty amazing. I mean, it's going to be just like your Apple TV, and that's kind of what it looks like now. If you pull up just like my iPad right here, and you have all your little your little buttons and everything, it's just like that on the screen on your thing. But when you click on one of the things, it'll be an experience. Like there was a dinosaur experience that I got put into, and when I'm sitting there where I'm standing. My field of vision, like my my view, uh, I can turn it up or down to be more immersive 
were less immersive. Like if I was, I was at the office at work and if I wanted to see more of the office, I can tone it down to where I would just see maybe just the dinosaur or maybe just like a light version of it, Opacity, but I can still see through and see all around me in the room tight. Or I could turn it way up to where I'm fully immersed. And even if I look back behind me, I don't see the office. I see, you know, part of this experience. That was badass. Like that to me, and when that dinosaur would get close and get up into your face and you look at it, like it's it's a caveman brain. It's like when Pixar started to really make amazing animation. Yeah. And you're just like okay, this is different. Like, this isn't a land before time. You know, this is, like, real. With the crease in the back of the mouth. Yeah, Yeah, like, this is, like, real good quality animation. Toy Story, you know, when those type of things first started coming out. Yep. You're like, wow, we can experience stuff like this. (coughs) That's what this Apple's going to bring to VR. Right now, you got a lot of good quality VR. You have like experiences. Like, here's one thing that on on VR that's got to get figured out, I guess, is when people aren't. There's a when this is kind of kind of kind of rough. When people are not like person to person. They're a lot more respectful when they're person to person when they, than what they are in these games. Like when you play Call of Duty on Xbox, you're hearing people N-word in this, saying all kinds of hardcore, you know, on all spectrums. Anything that's hurtful or that can be said in a mean way, like your mom, every everything that you can possibly say is being said, right, uh, uh, in these games when you have voice on. Well, when you're walking around with these Oculuses, you got to be careful with kids, man, because it is there and everywhere. And I mean, I guess you can't hide it from them because they're going to witness it anyway, eventually. You know what I mean? But it, it's it's wild that when you get into a virtual environment, people just think that their filter can be whatever they want it to be. I feel like that's going to come back and bite a lot of people in the ass, man. Like you guys need... I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that goes. That's that's one negative aspect that I feel like these companies haven't figured out yet. Oh, because you get the air pollution. Yeah, and it's. I know you can just turn it off, you know, and stuff. But what about the people that don't want to turn it off, don't want to hear it at the same time? Like you want to experience the game as being a talking situation, and you know what I mean, or being this like lounge. Like if you're walking down a mall, you know, to to shop in a virtual environment, like are you just hearing just racial everything and hateful speech everywhere, or is it going to be a kind of a a cool environment like Ready Player One the movie? Like you can't pay for a private environment. I'm sure. I'm sure there's, it's going to probably have every range of like. There's probably going to be a wild, wild west you know vr land uh, there's probably going to be just all these galaxies like all these dimensions practically like you're going to have ones that are pg-13 ones that are you know freaky like yeah i bet there's like the most hardcore porn ones that we don't even know about right now 
like you can just throw on an Apple Vision right now, and they've already probably have like the perfect app for the Apple Vision, all right, for a porn environment. It's got to okay. be right. It seems, yeah. Is it doesn't that lead technology? Doesn't the porno industry lead technology? I mean, T, I know you're in a lot of porns and stuff, so you know. I guess you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's what they say. Like even like the uh, pushing the boundaries of camera qualities and stuff oh yeah yeah uh, uh and the technology of these chat room kind of sit you all all of the different things sure it's a uh, virtual like being able to control like uh i want to control that uh thing that you're sitting on <laughs> and what it's doing and Don't, i want to all right i want to have the the controls they've created the technology to be able to do that and then it goes and bridges. I think it first goes to porn and then military and then the public. That's the way it flows. Is that, is that the technology? Flow? Right? Is that right? Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> Thank no, you. It ain't. <laughs> it's a guess. That's probably true, though. Um, but yeah, AI is like kind of wild, man. It's, it, it, there's so much to talk about with it, too, because it's like all over the place. There's so many like things that it affects. It's like confetti, though. If you do all the things, the good things and the bad things, it's all everywhere. It's everything all at once. Just it, it, I mean, it's, it is insane how fast it can render what I'm telling it. Like the like for these video cards and stuff. I like I, I like the knowledge breakdown you showed me earlier. Sorry, I like. Oh yeah, when you said it can like give you a quick, quick. Uh, overview of something knowledge nuggets totally and you, it's it, cool i mean it, it if, no matter what you're doing and why you're doing it if if you ask it the right question it's going to tell you who what when where and why and it's going to solve that problem or it's going to show you that solution or it's going to give you 10 solutions or it's going to give you 10 choices to choose from i mean it's it's kind of cool to sniff out you know? i mean it's kind of wild to think about <clears throat> it's capabilities it's i mean uh, in in a positive optimistic way there's so many positive things that i feel like it can bring like is it going to get eventually to a point where like the new jobs that technology creates that do, uh doesn't outpace uh uh you know the need for human people to where like a lot of people are jobless and technology just solves everything for us like, how does that gap get bridged? Is you it just made me think of all the like the old people and young hurting people that need like a human to look after them. Yeah, I'm just off the cuff. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So there could be some more like group situations to where it's like we're more of a get back. Like right now, we're kind of in this air this this lifestyle of humanity, especially like in. I guess if you live in a big city, you're more in a hive. You're closer to other people. But we're all kind of spread out too and singular in our rooms and in our VR environments or in our whatevers. <clears throat> COVID kind of pushed us all into these little single networks. I don't know. And there's also a lot of people walking around outside and, and swimming and biking and doing the, the, the mingling. But out. how are you making money doing any of those? Oh, you're talking about money. I don't know. What if, you know? I know it seems like uh, there's a lot of food need to be grown and a lot of stuff needs to be fixed. So, so 
and, and you're seeing like when you watch YouTube and you see trending lifestyles, there's the permaculture thing that's coming back. People are trying to farm in different ways. There's a lot of uh, little smaller farm operations that are learning off of each other's failures and, and positive things in the modern, you know, uh, uh, and maybe live in smaller, smaller places, smaller overhead, smaller, everything, more time off. Yeah. It, so d- does that when universal income comes in, does this technology pay us for using it because we're teaching it and it's at getting value from us as well? So is there like, cause you, you'll hear Rogan and you'll hear some of these other people talk about these things that are coming to where if you can, you know, make an item that solves a lot of problems with less jobs or less whatever, and we output more and make more and do more. Like, where does that, I mean, do we just keep letting people get so rich and then other people have nothing? Cause that devalues the money that the rich people have. Either way, everybody got to eat. So that's something right up in front of all of us. I mean, and I know it's not that, you know, the creators of this technology to solve it, uh, they, they just need to acknowledge it, which they do. It seems like they do have little talks about it all the time and i don't know man i, I don't know i want to see it do the fifth element thing where you you put some a cube in a microwave and you, you say it <laughs> and it comes out and you say chicken mm, you know? so like remember when 3d printers you know that was the thing where everybody says you're not going to have to buy things anymore you're just yeah. going to have 3d print them right out of, the, out of nowhere sure and just everybody's going to have like stockpiles of this filament <laughs> to make everything that you needed Right. I mean, it hasn't fully happened yet, but now they've actually, a guy, you know, has made to where you can build 3D print houses. And it's got this, like, little mud technology. Have you seen it? Yes. Pretty amazing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's cool. You still need plumber. You still got to, you know, set it up to have areas for the routing of all that stuff. But as, you know, the more and more wireless technology and more and more things happen these houses are getting to where they're not needing as many plugs or as many wires run through them it's interesting man it's interesting to think about spicy times yeah like am i going to be like this old person living in this like old style house from the 50s and everybody else is going to live in like future homes like like the jessons 3d printed maybe smaller like apartments and really packed in you know <laughs> probably but exactly. maybe like more functional for like the masses well yeah why do, why do you think uh elon musk has been talking about for a while how you know uh earth is the population is going down more than up in a, in a global way Okay. They, like that's why he keeps having kids. Like we need more kids. Everybody's gonna need more kids. Uh, then you have, you have people that think the total opposite. I don't have a view on it either way. But do you think we're letting so many people come in to the country right now because of we need more people? It depends on you know who thinks we need more and who thinks we don't and yeah you know how's it gonna affect each group but like uh think think about it this is the last topic then we can end the show but i want to like 
touch on this just a little bit. It's something I've been thinking about over the last few days. And I've been watching maybe a little too much TV. But uh, you see all this crap going on with Texas. Like te- the states battling the government. We're saying, we're covering the borders. The other one say, no, we're doing it. And then you have guys that go on YouTube and they have just a camera and they're fa- you know popular. They have a million you know people that watch their show. And they go down there and they go stay at the houses of the guys that actually live on the border down there in certain areas. And what these guys are doing, uh, the guys that live there, they're sitting out in their yards and they're watching people right outside on their property cross areas that they are finding these videos on TikTok to where it's giving them a point-to-point reference on where you can cross. And when you do cross, this is what you say and this is what you do. And then they'll put you here on this bus. And then instead of them just taking you right across the border again or, or getting you back off, that you can go to a sanctuary city or somewhere, you know, to, 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 to go. How did it work back in the, like the five points of New York back in, like when you watch the gangs of New York, the, the movie, right. Uh, and they talk about all the different ethnicities that were coming off on ships. And as soon as they got off on the ship, you had all the locals all pissed off at them. Right. And, and but then you had the military there and they were signing people up for the military and then turning around, you just got here. And now you're getting on another boat and you're going overseas to fight in a war. Uh, for your independence that you're coming here for. Uh, uh, So us as a country, it feels like we've always been like in one way or another, whether it's naturally or whether it's, you know, designed, have had people coming here. And it seems like there's certain times when it comes on and off, on and off and gets talked about. Is there a timing thing there to where we're letting a lot of people come in because either we're setting ourselves up. Are we going to go to war here coming up or do we need these people for a new workforce of some kind? Uh, like, is it beneficial to everybody? You know, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird because you didn't hear like a giant plan before it all went down. And now it's like, they're, 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 you know, just winging it. And there's a bunch of, you know, from a lot of countries and, and for good reason, there's a lot of stability in other, uh, you know, across the world. I'm not personally saying like it's the most terrible thing, but it, it's dangerous. I know that no it's matter, dangerous for sure. No matter which side of the fence they end up on, they all got to eat. And we exactly. Gotta, we got to feed and process a whole lot of people, you know, just to be on the planet together. It's like, it's a, well, these guys have gone on Something. on video and they've gone actually, you know, into New York and like they met somebody across the border and they got their phone number or the information of the reporter. And then when they get to wherever they're going, they call like some of, and then wherever they end up their connection. And then the reporter will go up there and try to find where they are. And then they'll go to the system and see who where they're getting dropped off in certain areas and then some of them are just sit there. They're, a lot of them in New York are getting like, there's a lot of empty apartments uh, of people that moved out during COVID and everything. And, and when that happened, all those apartments are just sitting there empty. A lot of them are, are have immigrants that live in them now. Like just like back in the old days when you had the five points and the, you know, uh, uh, what are they? The, uh, the bunnies, the, uh, what are they called in uh, gangs in New York? 
Exactly. Pretend we said that. Yeah. (laughs) Dead rabbits. The dead rabbits. There it is. Uh, When all that kind of stuff was going on, like it almost makes me think of today's times, but in a different era with different, you know, media and a different thing. But what are we doing here? Exactly. Like, because you know the government's not going to tell everybody up front or whoever the intelligent design of whatever's happening. That's funny you said it that way. You know? Intelligent design. It seems like it, right? I don't know. It's big moves and, yeah, big effects. It's interesting. What's coming? I'm not smart enough to know what's right or wrong on any of it. You know what I mean? But Same. I just know they got to eat. Yeah, totally. And they all need medical attention. Be treated with respect, man. Dental. That goes without saying. Like No. Yeah. It. I mean, Everybody. even the people in these communities, right? Even, like, it sucks that you feel like you even have to say that, right? That everybody's got to eat. It, it goes without saying. Like, even the people in the communities up there that are being stressed the most are going, man, we don't have any problem with the people. You know, we just are having a hard time ourselves and now we're being stretched and now all this stuff is happening and what's going on here? Like, why is nobody communicating with us and telling us what's going on? There's no plan here that we know of. And people are just like, you know, and, and you got like governors and all these different States are using it for, you know, whatever, you know, goal unknown ends, whatever goal is playing out right now. You know, a lot of it's for clout, I guess, you know, and I was one of the tough ones, you know, during this time. And it's a, maybe, maybe that's what your voters do want. You know, I don't know the answer, but whatever this is going on, it's kind of wild, man. It's kind of wild to to see. You're thinking, is it going to go all Mad Max, right? And if it, it, if the hope, it'll probably settle down. Dwindles, like right now, like the pandemic's passed, like. People are trying to get back to normal. We're going to like, Sneeze Fest, by the way. I felt like to where? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. The uh like jobs. Like there was a lot of jobs out there, and you could almost like if you wanted to level up without the proper uh uh degree. I got you. Yeah. You could do that a make couple years money. ago. Yeah. And really level up and make a lot more money for yourself. I don't know if you could hold on to it on every case, but there was a lot of different opportunities. You could go off on your own and work. You could work from home in a lot of different instances and jobs were in need. Like fast food places need needed employees. They were raising their prices, you know, to try to, you know, get people. And now all of a sudden people are working. A lot of people are working. Job numbers are good overall, whether they're real or not. I don't know. But the numbers that is being reported to people is better. And when you go places, it seems like more and more people are staying at the jobs. And like I've had people hitting me up asking about, you know, anything, you know, work wise. And all the houses being built around here, all the infrastructure. Tons of houses being built. Like all kind of stuff. More all, restaurants, more yeah, man. everything. Uh, Services for cars. Yeah, man. It's, um, I don't know. A lot going on. We need to hop in one of them cars with Sir Frank. Yeah. Fisher Nissan. Yeah. He's been, uh, he's been, uh, Frank's been a busy man. Super busy. He, he called me last week and he had some, he had some awesome dude on, on the show. 
I, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but it uh, was related to. Oh, man, I totally forgot. It's interesting, Scott. Thanks. Again. <laughs> he, he had somebody he was telling me about on the show, like a couple different people, and something big. That Dwayne DeFries Alien, guy. something alien oh. related. Maybe it's the extraterrestrial guy. Yeah. The hair. I'll find it. I'll, yeah. I'm like, I'm butchering it right now, so right. we'll do it later. Me too. But um, episode 187. We did it. We got some AI talk. We got some uh, rambling going on. We got some uh, babbling, some food talk. Yeah. We got some Scott sauce. That's real. For real. Uh, we need to get Che on soon. We need some intelligent conversation. And Andre, hopefully. Uh, Andre. I can't wait to talk to Andre, man. The plant guy. Yeah. The guru. Definitely. Definitely. One of the gurus. Big guru. Yeah. I was intimidated when he came over. Yeah, he's like, got oh, no. the green thumb. Oh, no. He's going to see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. He sends me all these photos of everything he's sprouting, everything he's harvesting, everything he's it's buying insane. and selling. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, shout out to uh, to everybody, man. Shout out to uh, Monica. I can't wait to see you here soon. It's been a little bit. Um, uh, your trip. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, can't wait to talk about it next week. Yep, Want to tell us a little bit? Give us a little nugget. Yeah, last week I got to cruise down to Jamaica, and I got some cool stories and some cool shots. I got to see, like, here's a nugget. When I was flying down, you could see where the the near shore water was all coffee color. There's a big swell in the water, and where it met the uh, Gulf Stream, it was a really neat like. Crane would have called it a line of demarcation. But I'm just saying where they met, it was cool because it was swirly green, meeting the coffee color. And wow. I got to see it and when you get down towards uh, Lake Worth Inlet, it pinched right up to the coast, and then it was all green. I got to see a cool little... What an experience, man. Yeah, lots of stuff. But yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, Colleen, she was always like, Thursday's going to be perfect. I got all kinds of questions for T. Tell them to be ready. Cool. So uh, And her as well, right? She's definitely. Got- she's She's been... Uh, She's been on a tear. They've been doing all kinds of things. Looks like Disney's just in full effect for them right now. And I love seeing it because watching her on a roller coaster with her eyes wide open, smiling with all the kids, it doesn't get any better than that, man. Perfect. It really doesn't. Perfect. Uh, so, Colleen, we'll see you on Thursday. Uh, right, I go. look forward to all the future shows. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our rambling. Indeed. Um, shout out to all the uh, the bands that let us play their music. Yes. Uh, shout out to Thad and all the future music coming up to me future music coming up yeah yeah, got all kinds of things in the works yep uh studios getting closer and closer to ready yeah we got all kinds of things on the fire that could be talked about other podcasts to be talked about other uh, little projects yeah galacticograms good coming back yeah it's exciting times so um until thursday stay tuned Daisies in a two-top screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight.
just killer. Oh, dude, that was awesome.